Who's ready to go on a walk down Generation Lane today? This guy. As soon as I get a new pair of tennis shoes. <laughs> I'll lace them up for you, buddy. <laughs> oh, thank you. Appreciate that. <laughs> Welcome to the Codex Cantina where I am Una. And I am a worn crypto. Huh? If you are new to the Codex Cantina, we go heavy into detail, bringing out the themes and interpretations behind the pieces that we read. If you are down for that, please consider hitting the subscribe button. And as always, we start off with publication information. Eudora Weltsy is an American author best known for her writings of the American South, winning a Pulitzer Prize in 1973. A Worn Path is a short story that was published in the February issue of The Atlantic in 1941, and it won the O. Henry Prize that year it was released. And this is a story where you can go really detailed on what each individual symbol and symbolism means in this story, or you can step back and have like a, what's the bigger picture? What's the point of this story? We're going to try and walk the fine path between the both of those, if you will. <laughs> oh, I see what you did there. All right, let's do a quick plot and then we'll jump into our analysis. So in terms of plot, Phoenix Jackson, an elderly black woman, heads to Natchez around Christmas time. She's scared by a dog, falls into a ditch, and happens upon a man hunting a quail who holds his gun up to her and asks her if she's scared. Phoenix doesn't flinch. She has her dignity, and she picks up a nickel that the man drops and claims not to have. She continues on her walk to town, and upon arriving, she asks a lady to tie her shoes together so that she may look presentable in the city. She arrives to pick up medicine for her grandson. His grandson had lost his voice due to swallowing lye, <laughs> and receives a nickel from the nurse and decides to purchase a windmill for her grandson, and that is the plot of one of the most popular American short stories, believe it or not. It's crazy this story is so short, but like you said, literally every line, you can almost break down and say, what does that mean? So with our analysis, we can't do that unless it'd be an hour video. So we're going to have to kind of pick and choose where we're going to go in this adventure down the path. That's a bold statement to say we'd get that done in an hour. This is, this is a multi-lecture This is a multi -lecture short story. Eudora was no slouch when it came to writing. So let's, let's go with the obvious, right? Phoenix Jackson, born again. Let's figure out what that means to this story. What does it mean she's being born again? What the heck do all these things mean walking a path. Now, this is going to be our interpretation. This is going to be something that's going to pull on a lot of different threads and is very cohesive. It doesn't mean it's the only interpretation like crypto said. Yeah, I think it's very obvious that you can start off very basic and simple with her name and that it's a woman that is falling down and rising back up to, you know, take on life head on, falling down and pushing forward, falling down and pushing forward. But there's a little bit more nuance I think we can uh, dig out of this gem. So speaking of which, of falling down, moving back, falling down, moving back, going back and back, side to side, we have all of these quotes moving a little from side to side in her steps with the balanced heaviness and lightness of a pendulum in a grandfather clock. So unbeknownst to crypto, he just introduced to me the concept of almost like a grandfather clock moving back and forth. So we're meant, I feel like, this is Eudora Welty, in my opinion, giving us a clue. Time matters for this story. There are several references with her saying moving side to side. Like I think that's said twice at least. She makes these trips just as regular as clockwork, talking about taking people's time. Clearly, Eudora wants us to have something to do with time in this story. And if I put myself in her, her boots, I'm imagining myself in her boots, 
And I'm thinking about when this was written in the American South in the time of Jim Crow, in the time of great racism, higher levels of racism, uh, as the Civil War just ended, and there's references to that in the story too. I'm seeing these concepts of what happened and how did we get to where we are today, a worn path. Many people have have challenged and risen to and marched down something. And I feel like what she's challenging us to think about this story, which is a little bit strange but very symbolic, is the generational story over time. And she's seeing all of these things happening that are very representation of people in the early 1900s American South. And that's what I'm going to try and talk through today as we go through this. Fair, fair starting point? Oh, yeah, definitely. I think that this is the journey of life and how each generation affects the next journey. When you start out as a kid, your problems aren't as big of a deal. They're small. And things escalate as you get older, right? As a kid, your job is to poop, eat, and sleep, right? Like, <laughs> Very simple. Yep. Yep. Right. And <laughs> as you move into a kid, it's he took my toy. I wanted that toy. I'm hungry. Like that sort of thing. Right. <laughs> and as you become a teenager, you have more problems thrust upon you as you have an adult on average, more problems thrust upon you all the way up as generations and problems continue over time. You become victim of multiple obligations being thrust onto your lap. And I feel like we start out the story with her skirt being snagged by thorns. Never want to let folks pass. No, sir. Old eyes thought you were a pretty little green bush. And we kind of get this commentary that people aren't always what they seem. Smaller problems in the beginning. And arguably a very popular interpretation with this story is the biblical side with, okay, how did Jesus start his march to the crucifixion? He had to put on the... Well, he felt, well, no, before that, he had to put on the thorned hat to start start wearing him. And here she is starting out her Christ-like journey, having thorns, tearing her dress, the trifles pulling her back a little bit, right? And now we're going to start increasing the difficulty of these challenges, right? So next we, I think next we get to the little boy hallucination, right? The dream that she could just sit there and eat pie. What was your takeaway on that one? Yeah, so keep going with that idea of what does this mean for her journey? One way to take this interpretation is she could sit down and just think about this marble cake and be distracted, but not actually walk down a path, forge a path forward for your generation, for the next generation. I think about this from a perspective of my son. I'm trying to teach him, raise him to continue a path forward, how to move forward in life. I think we have that argument with Phoenix Jackson specifically, where she says, I never did go to school. I was too old at the surrender, she said in a soft voice. Surrender is clearly a reference to slavery when the South finally gave up the war and the slaves were finally now American citizens and freed, and they were now African-American ex-slaves. 100% right. So here comes the son, right? She says, I'm an old woman without an education. It was my memory fail me. My little grandson, he is just the same, and I forgot, and I forgot it in the coming. So here we see that this story is going to represent, it's going to achieve a climax when she seizes the diploma at the end, because she views as that diploma as being a way to success, a way to succeed, to to move forward. And I think that's what she's pushing for the next generation. She doesn't want them to get distracted and not push towards equality, to not 
push towards the next generation having a better life. And that's kind of what she's saying in this section. And then as we see in the story, she's going to continue on her path and face even more challenges with the, the stray dog and the scarecrows. And this is another comparison to, like you said earlier, with Jesus falling down, her falling into the ditch, her falling down. She needs help being picked up. Along comes a farmer who you think is going to be a friend, but then he sticks his gun in her face. Not very neighborly, is that? <laughs> Not at all. No, sir. But now, hey, once again, the generation that was just freed from slavery is now facing continued racism, continued oppression. And here's whether that farmer is representing that, calling out very stereotypical things, identifying her by her race and skin color as opposed to being a person. And you have some symbology here, even with her cane being described as a buggy whip. You know, she's unable to defend herself adequately with this buggy whip in the same way that a lot of people at the time had defending themselves against racial inequality as she's growing as she's growing up, as the generations facing new issues, and as they're trying to forge that worn path towards the next step in their lives. Yeah, and then we kind of get to like, quote, the final piece, and that's going to be when she finally gets into town. And that's when she can finally ask someone else to tie her shoes, right? We're getting closer to inequality and almost she's almost seeking that reparation. But also, if you're going to continue the biblical interpretation, you have Mary Magdalene washing the feet of Jesus too, right? Ooh, that's good. That's good. I see you tied it all together well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, not me. Eudora did, right? So, <laughs> Hell yeah. So we hit the climax now. She sees the diploma and she realizes that's what we need, what we need as a community, a generation of black, now African-American freed ex-slaves need to move forward to help push the next generation to further push and fight for equality down this path. Yeah, so I think kind of we see that it's been compounded through the whole story, and now you have like this mythical, you know, oh, this is going to be it for us, we're going to be able to change. Because the idea, too, is if you go back to the beginning with the marble cake, if you didn't continue to push forward, this didn't become a worn path. This became you accepting the inequalities. This is about this woman's struggle, her in generations struggle, pushing the path forward towards the modernity, towards the equality where you can ask people for things. Uh, they're not there yet, right? And I, I say they're not there yet symbolically because... In, in literature, injuries mean something, right? When someone has a heart attack, it's typically someone that is suffering from caring about someone or something like that. In this story, what malady is the boy suffering from? The sore throat. He can't talk. So he has literally no voice. Ding, ding, ding. Exactly. So she is pushing for the next generation. Her path is to give the next generation a voice, and she thinks education and pushing for that is the way to do it. Yeah, and I think that really what we see here with Eudora is the fact that she's trying to say, you can overcome all these obstacles because look what this person has overcome to help you be better. You've just got to be better, overcome your own obstacles to try to help the next generation, and you can do it. It's crazy. It's very inspiring. It's crazy because we talk about usually one person can represent all of society in a story or all of society kind of mocking one type of person. Here you have one lady not only representing an entire generation, but you get almost kind of like this time lapse through that, that generation's struggles all the way from the surrender. And they talked, we kind of skipped that part where she was walking uphill and she talked about chains kind of holding her back and passing through the cotton fields all these little symbols of slavery 
that this so generation yeah. is yet yeah, that is fighting past again we could spend well over two two three hours going through all the symbols in this but i think what what our what our takeaway needs to be is that while sometimes you don't feel like you're making a difference and i and i hope everyone does make a difference in their life we have to push down that path to keep making a better future for tomorrow and i think that's why this is easily one of the most rich and popular stories to tell because there's there's so much symbolism in here i mean hey a student's gonna gotta hit one of these right like there's so much in this story oh for sure i think it really is inspirational to say that you might have to give something up of yourself to make the future better for others but i mean if you truly care about society and people or your own children you're willing to do that you want to do that and I think that this story kind of gives you, a, you know, a, a breath of fresh air that that's going to be possible because it did happen. It's still happening. All right. So we're going to move into our ratings. Please consider giving us like a stick or a walking emoji down below if you enjoyed today's conversation. Please also consider hitting that subscribe button. Crypto, what are you going to give this story? I don't know if I can rate it, right? We need another two hours to discuss. I can I can yeah. get more out of this story. No, I'm yeah. uh, going to give this one a solid 8.5. Uh, it wasn't right there almost like at that cusp of perfect or my favorite of all time. But I think mm -hmm. this story has so much that it can give. It's such a teachable lesson for generations, for racial stuff, for women's stuff, men's stuff, how to be, how not to be. You can't but help but love what has been done in this very short little piece. Uh, she nailed it. So 8.5. Yeah. Very clear. Very straight to the point. Very poignant. I, I this I dare say this shall not be the last Eudora Welty piece on this channel. I enjoyed it greatly. I'm going with the 9 out of 10 for my rating. So with that said, guys, thank you so much for joining us on the journey. We post videos two to three times a week. If that sounds like something you want to be doing, hit that subscribe button and join us on the adventure. Una out. Peace.